Welcome to episode nine. Can I afford not to be generous? Mm. Well, I don't like superficiality, so no, let's I don't go either. Deep. So let's let's do let's it. Let's go deep. Generosity is a key to unlocking that impact. Generosity, I think, is less about what we haphazardly do and more what we plan for. We've got to move from looking for a reason to give to actually developing a rhythm of giving. Imagine if I served you leftovers. I mean, you quite like leftovers. That was a bad analogy. Generosity surely cannot be just having a spare change mentality. Hey everyone, we're really glad that you've joined us. My name is Leanne Morgan. And my name is Gareth Morgan. And we are excited to get into another conversation with another question today. So if you're watching on YouTube, why not leave us a comment? Um, And don't forget to like and subscribe as well, because that really helps us know that people are there. Um, Or you can let us know on one of our social media platforms what you think. Or if you go to the podcast platform. Yeah, rate and review it, I Mm. believe it's called. So you can select, I think, so many stars and and also just say what you like about it or what uh, could be improved or what could make it better. Just create some interaction. That would Mm. be amazing. And of course, it helps other people get to hear the conversation. It's a great way that we can all serve others because if we're talking about things that you think are going to help people, then you can help more people by doing these things absolutely and we love to create community we love to meet new people we love to connect with everyone we are not just about sitting here chatting to ourselves although it does help us and we enjoy that um but we really want to connect with a community and create a new community a winning life community so um let us know that you are there because we want to connect with you yeah Because people are amazing. Mm -hmm. You know, people come in all shapes and sizes. They come with all different personalities. They uh, have different strengths and weaknesses. And, you know, people are just incredible. You know, and so, again, it's the potential that's inside somebody that, for me, grabs my attention. But before we dive into the question, Leanne, let Mm -hmm. me ask you, have you met or observed anybody recently who has grabbed your attention so has there been a person because people are brilliant you know uh, and somebody you thought wow you know I've just noticed that or or wow look at that isn't that cool that that person is I don't know whatever they're doing has there been somebody that's got your attention are you hinting you want me to talk about you how you've inspired me no, no. well well if we'll create a whole uh, series for that uh, no. I um actually it was last week on the weekend I was driving it was Sunday morning and um I passed a guy I was at the traffic lights and he was running I was in the car obviously um he was running and he was literally probably in his late 80s I would say he looked old um but he was fit as a fiddle. Like he had his smartwatch out and everything like doing his times. And I was fascinated because honestly, by the look of his his face, he was he was definitely well into his 80s. And I'm really sorry if he ever listens to this and he's like 60. Um, no, he definitely was well on in years, but he was fit. And it it challenged me because I thought, you know, really at that age, I would be putting my feet up and, you know, just kind of enjoying my my silver lining years you know my uh it's but he he actually was going for it like just yeah and it was inspirational he was running amazing. faster than i run amazing 
Wow. So that I was in, I was yeah. challenged and inspired. That, that, that by is that. cool. That is cool. What about you? So let me just have a think. So, yeah, there's lots of situations Your and scenarios where I you. find, <laughs> of course, always always an inspiration. <laughs> or, or I'm always curious about your behaviour. <laughs> All right, move on. <laughs> um, an enigma. Um, but I think there, I was out driving and there was this scenario when somebody, I, I was overtaking somebody in the third lane and then I came into the second lane and somebody, you know, was so encouraging and celebrated my driving so much that they leant over as they passed. And they gave me this funny, like, signal and wave. And mm. they were, it looked like they were celebrating me with real passion in their face. It was like they, I just thought, isn't this a brilliant world where they just celebrated the fact that I oh, overtook dear. this person and pulled into the, the the middle lane i just thought we, we live in such a kind country and so you know i just thought yeah i in fact i just said god bless that person may they have an incredible day you know they were so generous with with their actions and with their attitude today so yeah we love people i mean to be fair with your driving <laughs> <laughs> it's no wonder no, seriously, I, obviously it was not, I don't I don't think there was a generous spirit behind it. I'm pretty um, certain there wasn't, and I've driven behind you, and trust me, I've wanted to bump you off the road and all. <laughs> Dearing me. It's so, <laughs> anyway. anyway, let's move on. <laughs> but, uh, but no, seriously, I, 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 no, nine times out of ten, I don't feel generous back towards somebody who mm. does that. So, you know, I'm not, you know, any any different in that sense to you. But uh, in, on this occasion, I did just smile. In fact, it, I'm not sure at the time if smiling back at them it probably helped. irritated um, them but more. It, uh, honestly, I'm, I am being honest now, it was a, a genuine smile back at them, oh. not a smirk. And I just thought, like, yeah, got to have, have an amazing day. Like, just the, to get passionate in that moment you about saint, that. You saint, you. No, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. Honestly, I, I'm, there must have been something, I must have been, too tired to respond. Yeah, I don't know. But uh, hopefully I'm going to learn to respond more and more like that. And if I if I was at fault, but I don't think I was, honestly, not this time, um, I, I I will keep trying to improve my skills. Yes, that's, that's needed. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> shall we go on to today's question? It is linked. It is slightly linked. Not driving. Definitely not. The question is, can I afford not to be generous? Can I afford not to be generous? Yeah, and of course, when we talk about generous, immediately what comes to mind is money to mm -hmm. people. But we are talking about a generous spirit. So we are talking about, you know, how we, you know, approach people in our attitude, in our behavior, uh, through you know our interactions with people, in word, in, mm. in conversation, <laughs> in in social media yeah. in responding on comments as well as you know what we do with our finances so yeah. it, it's all of those things isn't it when we talk about generosity yeah absolutely we can just get caught up in simply into financial kind of terms which obviously includes that yeah um but i think it's important to look across everything in terms of generosity you know am i generous with my compliments Am I generous uh, with my time and, and energy with people or do I just kind of hold back? So, um, you know, we can take this kind of as superficially as you like or really go deep 
and look at real generosity and how it affects us. Yeah. Um, well, I don't like superficiality, so no, let's I don't go either. Deep. So let's let's do let's it. Let's go deep. Let's do it. Yeah, hundred percent. And and I think those that are listening are people who want to win in life. Mm. You wouldn't tune in otherwise. You have aspiration. You have hopes. You have dreams. Which is why I think when looking at this question, we need to understand what generosity is and the role that it has on shaping our lives mm. as well as those that we're generous yeah. to. And I guess there's a principle I'd like to put out there straight away. It's a proverb from the Bible and it's Proverbs um, 11 verse 24, which says the world of the generous gets larger and larger. The world of the stingy gets smaller mm. and smaller. Now, if you believe that to be true, and you don't have to be a Christian to believe that's true, because yeah. I think majority of people would say, actually, yeah, when you're stingy, you become tight and you become narrow-minded, you become just focused about yep. yourself. And actually, when you're generous and you're thinking about others, you, th that does, un well, it unlocks influence. It yeah. unlocks uh, just a bigger life. So I think everybody would agree with that principle. But let's look at it in terms of, you know, mission. Let's look at it in terms of impact. Yeah. Actually, generosity is a key to unlocking that impact. If I neglect generosity, I am going to actually reject mm. the opportunity to have the impact and influence that my potential is capable of. I absolutely believe that. Again, there's another proverb that says, the gift opens the way for the giver mm. and ushers them into the presence of the great. Yeah. So if you work that backwards, if you want to get into places of influence to bring change, to reshape industry, sectors, business, if you want to create a product that improves people's lives, whatever it is, if you want to have that level of influence, then work that proper backwards to enter the presence of the great, it is the gift that opens the door. Mm. If we don't have that generous spirit, then that door will remain closed and we will always be on the other side of that influential space that we are capable and that God has gifted and graced us to enter. But generosity is the key. So I think it's important for us to look then what really is generosity? Mm. Because we can think um, if we have, I mean, we did it the other day. Do you remember we were in London and we were walking down the street and I said we passed the guy selling the big issue. Yeah. And, um, and I've bought it a few times, but it's great because it used to be like, oh, I'm really sorry, I don't have any cash on me. Well, there's no excuse anymore because they carry a little um, card reader on them uh, which is brilliant and we walked past him the first time and I said you know we began talking about it didn't we and then we came back and we bought it the second time um and because I, I genuinely thought no do you know what I need to was that an act of generosity or was that me just spending a couple of pounds because I wanted to help you could say well yes it was generosity but really generosity I think is less about what we haphazardly do and more what we plan for um like you might have a spontaneous moment like at the at the till um where i've had it before i've gone someone's a bit short and you just go oh i'll pay that bit or don't worry about it let me mm -hmm. help it help you i remember one particular time i was in 
a supermarket and there was a young mum she was oh, very stressed and she was crying and and she'd bought her shopping but she didn't have any money to buy the, sh- the bags to put the shopping in and the baby was screaming and I remember going out to the car and just giving her my shopping bags and just saying to take them and she was like no 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 and I said honestly take it was that generosity yes it was but really I should be almost actively looking for those opportunities rather than them by chance appear I should having a spirit of generosity is different to being generous just in the moment because I think we all have compassion you know in that moment I'm sure a lot of us Mm. would have gone oh I'll buy your bags or I'll give you new bags or like I'll buy the big issue or you know we're thinking about those little moments but actually what about planning for generosity? Because that's a generous spirit. That's Today, I'm actively going to go out of my way to show generosity to somebody with my words, with my time, with my finance, all the resources that have been given to me. And I was going to ask another question, but we'll come to that in a moment. No, I think, it's a, great, no, I think it's a great yeah. point because I think there are levels, aren't there? And I mm. think, you know, at our, at our worst, and, and again, We've probably we've all been in this state, so this isn't about kind of pitting people off against one another. It's almost about regulating where we are. Mm. Um, <clears throat> but in our kind of default state as human beings, we are generous when there's an obvious benefit to ourselves for doing something generous. Okay? Yes. So even if that's the appearance of generosity. Yeah. So let's yeah. come to the big issue, <laughs> Guy. Uh, and uh, we walked past him several times after that, and uh, I think he either forgot that we'd already bought. And <laughs> we kept saying we have bought one. We've got that issue. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, and so you can do something almost because of the the appearance. Mm. Okay, so we can do something out of that place. We can the next level up, I guess, would be we can give kind of sporadically. Yeah. So actually. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. if, if I see somebody, I'll do that. And and it, that, and that kind of becomes a habit, mm-hmm. you know, so it becomes a habit. Yeah. But the habit is driven by an external stimulus. In other words, I see a situation, I see the big issue, guy, yeah. girl, <laughs> I see the person on the streets, or I, again, let's talk about something else, like, uh, you know, I, I open the door for somebody else because I see they're struggling, whatever it might mm-hmm. be. Um, again, you know, we can develop a habit. Now, that's good. That's that's great. But I think if we want to truly win in life, we've got to move from looking for a reason to give to actually developing a rhythm yeah, good. of giving. Yeah. And, and the shift there is that a reason, again, is external. So it's triggered. Habits are triggered by something that we see. So every habit, if you break down what a habit is, it always starts with a trigger. And then there's some reward in that in that cycle. <clears throat> but actually, a rhythm is about doing it from a place of principle, from a place of belief, yeah. from a belief as in this is who I am. You know, now you don't have to, let's look at a role that you have in life. So you're a mum. You don't have to look for a reason to be a mum. No. You don't rely upon our children or that they're getting older so uh, but they still ask for things definitely <laughs> uh, do yeah the cost of the things they ask for I goes still ask up. my parents for things <laughs> but that you don't have to wait <clears throat> for those things yeah. like you've adopted the role of mum it's mm. who you are and therefore you operate there's a rhythm to that you you, yeah. you wake in the night <laughs> thinking about them in other words your subconscious 
thinks as a mm-hmm. mum, not just your conscious mind. So again, I think, like again, this comes to values and generosity has to, I believe, be a key value. In, in fact, I dare say, I don't think you can have another value that isn't connected to generosity. Um, so therefore, it has to be, this is who I am. Yeah. So I'm actively looking to develop a rhythm if I want if success, which we talked about in our previous episode, is about bringing the best of who I am to what matters most each day, I need to be developing that rhythm. And it needs to be a lens through which mm. I look at life, yeah. not a, a tr- an external trigger. Hi, everybody, and welcome to The Winning Life TV. Thank you for tuning in. And hopefully you've been listening to all the episodes so far. But we don't want to just talk at you we want to have a conversation with you so we want to share something really exciting that is coming up and we're inviting you to it now gareth tell us what is happening on february the 20th on february the 20th leanne we're going to have an online environment where we talk about the mvp plan and the mvp journey that we are encouraging people to get on board with many people have downloaded the mvp plan and may look at it and think, okay, this is a really useful tool, Mm. but how do I really take it and maximize it and help me to break out of that repeating pattern that's stopping me making progress in my personal or professional life? That's good. So if someone's listening to this and thinking, okay, great, is this for me? Who is it for? This is for anybody who is hungry to grow, humble to learn, and wants to become the MVP in their environment, in the space where they operate day in, day out. In other words, that person who stands out so that they can start to shape and influence that arena to produce positive outcomes, to produce great results. And so we want you, if you believe in your heart that you are an MVP, you have an aspiration to achieve great things, then we want you to be in this environment. So how is it going to work? people might be thinking is it in person is it online what's the setup so we're going to be on zoom and we are going to have that environment where we can interact where we can break down into groups and so we're going to introduce you into that environment and explain how it's going to be a regular environment going forward that people can be part of because we really believe that there is more in you than you think But we all need somebody to help draw that out of us. And that's what the environment is for. Well, I'm really excited to be there. I can't wait to start it. So come and join us on Monday, 20th February. All the details of how you can sign up for this will be uh, at thewinninglife.tv. Make sure you're there. We'll be there. We're excited to start this community. So see you soon. Yeah, and I think we need to get out of the... Um, and this was the kind of other question that I was going to ask about generosity. It surely cannot be just having a spare change mentality mm. um, or spare minute mentality because that's excess of what we have rather than sometimes giving out of yeah. a lack. Because, again, going back to the Bible, when generosity is taught... It is often out of people's lack when they give. That's when their generosity was praised. It was often when they had nothing and they gave everything that that was the example to follow. And obviously in some of those situations, some of the people that Paul the Apostle talks about, they literally had nothing, but they gave so that people had something. And I think that is 
particularly poignant for today's society. Not just because we're in a cost of living crisis, yeah, which we are. Very, very real. <laughs> um, the, the, the kind of underlying theme is hold on to everything, store up your time, store up your money, store up your energy, keep it for you because, you know, we're going through a, a famine, as it were, <laughs> both financially and, and everything else. But actually, the way we're designed and why people find that difficult is because actually we should be the opposite. Now, d- I'm not telling you that if you, to get into debt or to run yourself into the ground or when you're exhausted, keep going. It's not about, it's about being sensible, but this is where planning comes in. And if you have the spirit of generosity, if you're planning, if you budget your generosity, both financially and with your yeah. time and your energy and all the other things, it's like you said, it's creating this rhythm. But we have, I... I, we've all fallen into that trap of thinking that being generous is simply the spare change in my bag, yeah. although I don't really carry cash anymore, um, or the spare time I have in the week. Um, that is, I find that sad. That's like the leftovers. Um, when I think that there's a, there's a principle of you give God the first and best, then it's others. And then I have what's left. And essentially, that's what we talked about the other day about, you know, the order of loving ourselves. And but it, it's it's a pattern that if we don't adopt, we will slip into praising ourselves and becoming prideful and proud and thinking, oh, I've helped all these people and I've given this and I've done that. And really, it's just been out of the margin of what I've got left over. Yeah. yeah. And imagine if I served you leftovers. I mean, you quite like leftovers. That was a bad analogy. <laughs> and now we've got one less child at home, living at home. I've always got leftovers. But imagine if that's all I ever served up. Or it's, you know, it's 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 not thought about the same as someone who's prepared something yeah. good. If I invited someone over for a meal, I don't just grab the scraps of what's left over in my cupboard. I will go and give them the best. And I think that's what generosity is about. Oh, 100% was the Apostle Paul who talks about, you know, if regardless of what the action is and you can go and read 1 Corinthians mm. 13 and everyone would have heard 1 Corinthians 13 whether you read the Bible or you don't believe it because it's read in the majority of marriage ceremonies and uh, you know it talks about essentially without love it's meaningless yeah. you know that actually even the greatest act of generosity yeah. in inverted yeah. commas or charity without love is meaningless so at, yeah, absolutely you know um, we have to make sure we're being driven by the value of generosity, by the value of love, and again, not just res- responding to a trigger, mm. um, a sense of duty, and a sense of, or, or worse still, doing it because of how it, it makes me look. And I think we're in a cost of living crisis at the time of recording this. Mm. I think it's affecting people uh, to different, yeah. it's affecting everybody, but to obviously different to differing levels. degrees. For yeah. some people, it's it's crippling. Mm-hmm. So it's at times like this, and again, we've we've um, led a church for over twenty years. We've seen we've seen human nature, and we know human nature because we're humans as well, and we we're, we're all prone to the same kind of challenges. But the first thing to go when somebody falls on hard times is giving. Mm, now yeah of course in one <clears throat> sense of course it is because it's the thing that immediately there's no immediate consequence if i stopped paying the lighting bill or i stopped paying the the mortgage then 
there's a consequence yeah and the and it won't be far away and <laughs> of course it, it it's a it's a felt need mm. so of course in the pecking order giving looks like the kind of thing that we can just immediately neglect mm. but this is where we have to again and we're not here to tell you what you must believe or what principles you must adopt but if you believe the principle of generosity is essential to your life if it's part of your belief system as it is <coughs> ours then it's actually in the times that are tough when that principle is tested yeah and yeah. we need to realize that a principle that is untested probably hasn't been truly adopted as a That's principle true. yeah and so we need to realize that in those moments when it's tough and challenging mm. and and I'm running out of stuff, then I, I need to ask myself the question, okay, am I willing to sell out on my principle yes. here? Because actually, <clears throat> if we sell out on our principles, we actually have nothing of lasting value left. Now, again, I'm not saying go give all your money away and don't pay your mortgage. No, Please no, hear me right. No. <laughs> again, this is about planning. It is. It's about sense. having a strategy. And again, let me, and I think this is, I've been really challenged by this question. And let me say right now, I, I wouldn't say that we've completely nailed this. It, it, in fact, it's one probably one thing you don't fully nail. You, mm. You're constantly working on it. It's always a, a changing goal because oh. it gets bigger and, yeah. But what is your strategy <clears throat> for generosity? Yeah, good. You know, now one of the things that we do do is we look at, we, we, we are conscious that we want our percentage yes. of of giving to go to to keep yeah. increasing and not to shrink and it hasn't and so over the years now of course there are some years we have more money than others but it's about percentages and i think when it's planning percentages are good yeah. you know I, I shouldn't necessarily buy uh something that is going to take a huge chunk of my percentage because actually that's going to have a knock-on effect of, of other areas mm. now this isn't a budgeting seminar but <laughs> But really, again, th we need to think of, I think, in generosity and any principle as in, how do I measure this? Yeah. Like, how do I measure if I really believe it? And I think we have, it's fair to say that we have been um, recipients of incredible amounts of generosity in the past, you know. So this isn't just all what we have put into place. It's what we've received and we've learned from that. Um, and I think that's being part of, of a church community has, has been massively part of that. And what I love as a church community is we're actively always looking, how can we help and be generous to others? It's not just about charity. It's not just about people falling on hard times. It's about how can we actively be looking for those moments to exercise generosity. But we have been the recipients of that, and that has helped us. And there have been times where I feel that's what's got us through. And the thought of being able to do that for other people regularly because I've planned for it inspires me. I want mm. to be that that person who um, has literally helped someone get through. You know, I don't want to say, well, someone else will do it. Someone else will pick that up. Yeah. If, oh, does it really matter? Does my little bit really matter? Does my small bit of time for that thing or that person really matter? If we get into that, then we question everything we do because every little thing, every word, every moment, every penny does matter. And then you're into reasons again. So mm -hmm. again, you know, I'll, we'll be open and say, you know, there was a time back in 2019, the end mm -hmm. of the year, when um, we 
we literally got to the point where it was a few a few hundred pounds in the bank and we had mortgage ahead of us we had you know christmas christmas <laughs> yeah christmas was ahead of us and and literally we had some money that came in and uh, in that moment you know everything kind of in your humanity as it were or in your circumstances says you know you you've got to put that towards mm. you know the things that you need to pay yeah now now for us as as uh, Christians tithe and giving the first 10% of what we have into the local church is a principle that we've always lived by. Yeah. And so in that moment, if it's a principle that we live by, it, we can't allow a reason to talk us out of it. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. A principle, again, in that moment is tested. And again, that money, when it came in, it's the first thing that we actively do. And we don't make it religious and say to people, oh, you know, you know if, if this is something you believe, then... It's, you've got to quickly do it and make it the first thing. But for us, we just we almost like it. We almost kind of get a buzz off the fact that no, we're we're it. reinforcing yeah. our principle. As soon as it comes in, we do it. And actually, then we've seen our kids do exactly the same. Because mm. again, they they kind of and we've have never seen told that. them to do that. That's, no, they've, they've just seen it. it exampled. And I think there is a joy in that because that part for me isn't generosity. That's obeying a principle, which is completely different. Yeah. You know, when I pay my mortgage, it's not a generous act. I have to do it. So when I, and I treat that the same, not that, you know, exactly the same, but it's, it's a joy to, to do that, to give, because it is, I don't see it as mine anyway. It's already gone. But anything on top of that is. But then again, you know, again, it's, it's about, that's a principle, isn't mm. it? it? In one sense, the principle of generosity doesn't then suddenly become this. Um, I, you know, some, it, hear me right when I say this. Mm. Of course, it's something I want to do, but it actually becomes a deeper thing of have to do. Yes. Uh, and again, yeah. not, not du- duty bound. Yeah. But as in like really just like deeply instilled because mm. the reality is you're not always going to feel like doing it. Yeah. You know, and again, it's, it's a bit like health. You know, if if you're in a good rhythm of routine of exercise, then you realize actually, yeah, there are some times when you actually enjoy doing it. But sometimes it is like I have to do it. Yeah. And again, you relegate your emotion beneath the principle. Mm. And again, that's what we're encouraging you to do. Have a think about uh, generosity. Are you is it a reason or do you have a rhythm? Yeah, is good. it a principle or is it just kind of something that you sporadically mm. do? I want to challenge you, again, whatever kind of belief system you have, I, I believe it's a principle that applies to mankind. Okay, now the bigger and deeper reason is by the fact that we created the image of a God who is a giver. Mm, it is. is who he is yeah but ha- if you want to unlock the future that you are capable of delivering which is for the benefit and sake of others mm. then generosity is the key that stands between you and the doorway to that place of influence yeah maybe a good action point from going out from today is you know how am I going to build this into my plan you know if it, if you've already got that brilliant how can you 
kind of increase that or look at more. But I think it would be a good action point to look at something. How do I actively build generosity into my daily life, into my my budget, my time, my diary, my energy, all of that? And who is that going to be for as well? I think that's really key. Look for those people. So we're not just living in with a spare change mentality, but it becomes part of our discipline. And of course, the MVP plan. Yes. That's what we're here to do, to take these principles that we're talking about and sharing experiences and challenges and being open and honest and real about the challenges that we have with all these principles. Mm. But the plan keeps us to the principles. Yeah. And so if you don't have a plan, you don't have a clear plan that's inspiring, that enables you to remain focused and to keep your emotions in check when you try and veer from kind of staying on the, the, the straight and narrow in terms of like what you're trying to achieve in life, then you need to get a plan. And, if, and we'd love to help you with that. So do go and visit the winninglife.tv website. Check out the links below and join us to put together your plan. Remember, there's more in you than you think. And there are people out there right now who need you to become who you were always created to be. See you next time. Take care. We hope that you enjoyed that episode. And if you enjoyed it, please go and subscribe over on all of our channels on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook, and not forgetting your favorite podcast platform. And if you head over to thewinninglife.tv, you'll be able to find all the resources available to you. Gareth has written several books, which will help you on your discovery to building stronger and better lives. Come and join us for the next episode.